We are hammering our way through fall harvest here in the greater Bone Gap area. And I hope you guys are too. You have reached and listening to the Bushels and Barrels program. I'm Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me, Ryan Peter, on Facebook. I friend everyone. Well, no, I don't. Anyway. I am, as usual, she is folding my underwear, and I am joined by the perspiring patriot. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. <laughs> so you're, actually, you're you're a double duty here this morning, aren't you? I am, yes. <laughs> I have to do it, and this makes it easy. And we can talk, and I can fold, and I'm getting two things done at once. It's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's better than you looking at your phone. Yeah. Because, I mean, you are completely absent when you're looking at your phone and we're trying to do this podcast. I mean, I, d- I get dug in, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I get dug in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. I get sucked in is what we what we usually say. Yes. I get sucked in. I'm just glad. So, we do this podcast from upstairs in our home uh, in the sunroom, which is connected to our bedroom. Our washer and dryer is downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, I get out of the shower every morning and I don't have any clothing upstairs. Are you telling on me? Are so, you telling on me? Like no, right I'm, now? No, I'm just telling what's happened here. I'm not telling any. I'm not tattling. <laughs> I think you're tattling. I get out of the shower and sometimes in a towel, sometimes not, go downstairs and fish my clothes out for the day from the laundry room. Oftentimes yes. where I'm straight out of the dryer, which is not necessarily bad whenever it's 30 degrees outside in the morning. You, do, you did that before I came along. Oh, yeah. But my problem is as a wife, as a mom... And as a stay-at-home mom, when Alden has an ickiness, sickness, something, and he needs me 100% of the time, it throws my entire schedule off. My cleaning schedule, my cleaning schedule, my cooking schedule, everything. So I've, you've got clean clothes. They just haven't made it upstairs. And and I am so thankful for that. (laughs) Honestly, I am. And so now here it is. Sat- it was Saturday yesterday, and I just didn't want to do house chores. I needed to get out of the house. Uh, and here I am, Sunday. Yeah. Folding clothes. Yeah, you know what? A we're, lot of clothes. While we're speaking of clothing, yeah. let's let them in on a, a little deal that goes on at our house whenever I'm harvesting soybeans. Oh, yes. So um, soy soybean dust, bean dust, is what... It, it does something to me that nothing in this world has ever done to me. And it like shuts down my entire respiratory system. And she's not lying. Like her lungs collapse. Like my voice changes. It's hard to breathe. I have to really focus on breathing. I have to get to a spot where there is clean air and clean water. Yes. (laughs) And it doesn't matter guys. I mean, it could be just a little bit. And then I am just like all, messed up so when just enough on my clothing not even if Mm -hmm. you're standing in a dust in Mm -hmm. the dust like if i'm loading a semi or you just can't even just a little bit that's on my clothing it's crazy triggers you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah triggers me like i've got to no i don't yeah anyway so that's a lot that triggers you. it's a trigger warning is beans and uh i make him undress out in the breezeway before he comes inside which is my favorite part but then he showers afterwards so that's yeah i i, <laughs> that's I get down to my skibbies in the breezeway and go straight to the shower and my that favorite part wash it all yeah i off. just watch you walk through the house yeah it's awesome you know <laughs> Right, but I'll, I won't give you a kiss after, like, before you take a shower. Let me, so that's like, not that bad, because you do that at the end of the day. You're done. You yeah. go upstairs, and you take a shower, right? Yeah. Here's the part that sucks. Uh. 
whenever you're working, you got to take a shit at like two o'clock in the afternoon and your wife's in the house. So you got to strip down your skibbies in the breezeway at two in the afternoon. That's so gross. To walk upstairs and go poop and then come mm. back downstairs out in the breezeway. I can't believe you just When Steckler shell this corn out here, Jared, if you're listening, I, I'm so sorry whenever you see me in my skibbies at two in the <laughs> afternoon, you're probably gonna be like, what the hell is he doing? Uh, he'll know that you're in beans and you have to get undressed that's, before you walk in the house. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of getting this corn shelled, I'd like to know when that was that's going to happen in front of the house and then beside the house. Um, so if you could give me that schedule, that'd be fantastic. There you go, Jared. So I can uh, get the house pressure washed, power washed, whatever you want to call it. Yep. <laughs> and speaking of a power washer, I got schnickered on Facebook. Facebook marketplace this week you did I did I'm so upset about it and I'm so upset with myself about it I'm just upset about it Ugh. so Jess has been in the market for a gasoline powered pressure washer yes so she could clean the sidewalks and this the house everything. every year I borrow somebody's pressure washer whether that be your mom's my sister's your uncle's whoever's we've got one but it's attached to the side of the shop to clean off equipment but it doesn't reach the concrete it doesn't reach the house and anyway we need a pressure washer for the house but i've always just borrowed one that's right <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm gonna just look on marketplace so um my girlfriend holly i was talking to her and she was giving me some good you know she worked at sherwin williams for a while and she was giving me some good brand names to to look for well lo and behold there's one on facebook this is like 1100 dollar machine and I asked John Deere about it. Well, all you're paying for is the green paint, right? So um, they, and they can't get a Honda motor. That's the deal. That, and that, we want yeah. Honda motors. We wanted a Honda motor. So I found one on Facebook Marketplace. Says it had been used four to six months. Great shape. He got a bigger one. So he needed, you know, he's just selling this one for like 200 bucks. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's not too far from us. And I call Holly on a Tuesday and I said, Holly. What are you doing? Let's go get this. I'm not going by myself. Let's go get this power washer. He said I could go over here to this address. And um, it, he gives me an area, like in a region. I cannot wait till you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, lots it's of times bad. there's red flags for most people that pop up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> she didn't get the red flag. Go ahead. I had mutual friends with him. And they were, they are bankers in Marion, in the Marion area. So I knew, I know that these guys are solid. Well, I don't know this guy personally. Anyways, we have mutual friends. No big deal. He gives me this region. Holly and I get in the car. We're like, all right, on our way there. I'm like, you, you lock, we're locked and loaded and ready to go and got the cash and all that good stuff. And we're going to go get this power washer. This I'm getting a steal is what I'm getting. All right. Nothing wrong with it. He's only used it four to six months. He, he needs it gone because he's got a big one. All right. So we get over to Owensville, Kentucky. Is Owensboro. O oh, Owensboro. Which is about an hour and a half away from here. Yeah. Not, I feel like we made it a lot faster than that. Anyways, so um, we get over there and I said, hey, I'm 25 minutes out. Be there soon. And then he sends me a different address. <clears throat> First red flag. Yeah. Uh, he says it's such and such park, RV number one. Second red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Holly and I, like, <laughs> we're trying to get our bearings about us. And we stop at a gas station and we're like, okay, there's the RV park. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Third red so flag. So I tell him that we're there. We're at the number one. He said, no, it's not the trailer. It's the RV park. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fourth red flag. <laughs> so anyways, we get over there. Um, see the thing. There's a gal there that meets us. I give her the cash. We put the water to it. It doesn't have a wand or a hose. No big deal. We've got one here. So we, we get it fired up. Fires right up. Full of gas. Um, it's got oil in it. No big deal. So it runs good. The water's coming through it, but we don't have a wand to, you know, see if there's pressure behind it. Well, I get it home. There's no pressure behind it. So, uh, he sold me that thing uh, with a bad water pump. There you go. And you got snookered. That's what happens in Facebook Marketplace. Got a hold of the guy. He said, oh, I don't want to make any, I, did, I, I didn't sell you anything bad. You can bring it back and I can pay you back. And then... Uh, I'm like, I'm not, I don't think that you got me. I just want to know if there's like a finesse, like, do I need to finesse it? <laughs> do I need to let it run for two minutes before pulling a trigger? And he's like, no, it should work perfectly fine. So then I get, I said, okay, give me a day or two. I'll get back out there. I'll mess with it and see if I can figure it out. There was nothing to figure out. The water pump is bad. There is no pressure behind that. So thing. did you get back a hold of him? I tried to. Did he respond? Not at all. I'd, I would contact his <laughs> banker mutual friends down in Marion and then, and then ask them why in the hell they are friends with this asshole. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then. I'm just, I was sick to my stomach about this because yeah. I don't just throw money out the window and that's exactly what I did. That's right. And wasted an afternoon going to get it. Wasted a bunch of gasoline going yeah. down there. Ignored yeah. every red flag. Okay. I mean, the RV park. Come on. This is not a NASCAR race. I didn't know it was an RV park at first. He didn't tell me that until I'm like 25 minutes out and Holly and I are already too far away from home. Like it's quicker to just go ahead and go. Whenever you said you were locked and loaded. I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, but we were. Okay, don't, don't good worry deal. about it. Yeah. You yeah. are quote unquote locked and loaded. Yeah. That makes me feel a little bit better because you never can tell what yeah. monster you're going to stumble upon in no. one of these transactions. And as we're leaving Owensboro, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that this place has had some shootings here recently. And Holly's like, ah! <laughs> she's <laughs> out. Get out of well, there. What was funny is you told me that uh, <laughs> she backed in to oh, the yeah. place to pick oh, up yeah. the power washer that yes. way in case she needed to put yes. it in drive and get the hell out of there. Yep. Uh-huh. Like we Seemed left like the doors open. there's a red open. flag right there. We left the doors <laughs> open so that we could like jump in and run if we needed to. <laughs> See, because generally folks, whenever I go looking for farm equipment, I back into the implement dealership in case I got to get the hell out of there. This is so true. We made a great memory and I'm so glad I'm sharing it with everybody. <laughs> and I know she's laughing her butt off right now. It's fine. It's oh, fine. We're grief. totally fine. And now we have a forever memory. Yeah, we Remember do. that time we went and <laughs> did some sketchy stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't the first time Holly and I've ever done sketchy stuff. Did we get any email this week? Um, Yeah. Before that, I wanted to touch on um, Alden. He was kind of icky, you know, last week. And so I took him to this urgent care. Uh, he got some weird rash and he got it and... I'm like, well, if it doesn't go away the next day, I'm going to take him to urgent care and see what they say. So um, I take him in there and there's this guy and his kid and they've both got masks on. And I'm like, that's weird. Why? This is at Princeton, Indiana, Princeton, Deaconess. Yeah, Princeton, Indiana, Deaconess. Deaconess Urgent Care. And I'm like, oh, I don't wear, I don't have one, so I'm not going to put one on. <laughs> well, then I look over at this window and it says masks required for all patients and doctors and staff, whatever. And I'm like, um, not according to the ADA, but I just kept that to myself. I looked up Indiana law. They released all the mask mandates um, and requirements other than private businesses, which they can require a mask if they want to. That's fine. Here's the problem. All you have to say is I, ha I have a like I have an exemption, period. 
they're not allowed to deny your business. They're not allowed to not provide care for you just because you have an exemption and you you won't wear a mask. So I walked up there and he said, here's a mask if you want one. I said, actually, I have an exemption. He said, okay, that's it. And that's where he left it. Nobody judged me for not having one on. Um, well, who gives a nobody shit said if they did? <clears throat> but the, 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 but the guy, the guy was super nice and he was like, all right, enough said. Yeah. Here's the thing. If he were to say something to me, my reply would have been, According to the ADA, which is Americans with Disabilities Act, you cannot tell me that I have to wear one. And then if you ask me why I can't wear one, that is a violation of HIPAA. So that immediately discredits anything that they're trying to push right there. So if you are somewhere where you need to go and they say, well, you better put a mask on your face, you say, no, I I have an exemption. If they start asking why, you say, according to ADA... I don't have to tell you. I have an exemption, and that's all there is to it. End so, of story. End of story. Well, and kudos to them, because yes. he, just, he didn't press it. He's right. okay, good enough. That's right. all we need to Well, it's just so stupid. Here now, we are. Now, a year ago, that wouldn't have been the case. They would have pushed it and pushed it and pushed it, and I would have probably been denied care. Yeah, well, and then, today, and then we no. get on TikTok. We make a TikTok about these people, right. how big a Nazis they mm-hmm. are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's where these, these suits come in. Yeah. You know, people have sued for... Their rights. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, that's my story. We'll be listening because we have a Fauci update today. Oh, man. This guy just won't go away. Yeah. Next month. Or, no, this is October. Two months from now, he's done. He's he's out. But, boy, he just, yeah. he's just he got to try to stay in the mainstream media, though. Yeah. So Do you know in 2020 when every everybody was shut down, like, his net worth grew, him and his wife, they grew, like, $5 million. Oh, I don't doubt that. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt that yeah. at all. It's yeah. just like these politicians that end up in Washington. You're paid $170,000 a year salary. You're there for two years. How do you walk out of there with a net worth of $4 million? Yeah, that's weird. How does that work? Yep. I don't understand that. Mm-mm. So. Mm-mm. We did get some emails. Um, last week was my birthday. Yay. So thank you for everybody who sent birthday messages. There's so many Facebook and everywhere else and emails. Thank you so much. Um, I enjoyed my day. Had a great day. Absolutely. Yeah. And I got a hydrofacial. It was nice. <laughs> um, so thank you. Emails we did. I wanted to talk about Cody Carter. Cody Cody Carter from Tremonton, Utah. Utah. So he sent a picture, and there is a picture of the sign, and it says, In God We Trust, and it's outside of his son's bathroom at school. At public school. It is a public school. And so every one of their schools in the district have this sign somewhere in their school. So that was awesome. I had to share that. Yep. I I wanted to give him a shout out too because i I love seeing stuff like that we're yes we're out here we we are not alone we're out here there's there's good people everywhere Mm -hmm. maybe not right around you right now but there's good people out there and you know we talked to someone yesterday who said i'm not one to say anything out loud i'm not one to get in front of a crowd and say you know we need to stand up and do the right thing and stuff but i believe in in what you guys are doing and what you're saying and um i'm just not one to go out out in public and out in this and make a stir about anything but i do believe everything that you're saying so that's really really awesome you know um yeah because sometimes people in their positions with their work you know the fear of losing their job because of a political stance or whatever yes so i think it's awesome that people are out there they know that we are here they know that other people around the country believe the same things that they do yep so um we have no plans to quit not at this, all. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening also. Yep. It's awesome. It's Every really, one really of you. Cool. Thank you guys yeah. so much for, for listening. Yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. any other emails you want to get to today? No, I think that's all for today. Okay. All yeah. right. Harvest update around here. Uh, we've been shelling corn right here on my farm for the whole week. Uh, soybeans just don't want to ripen. They just want to hang on to their leaves, green stems. Whenever I finished the first round of beans that I planted, I finished harvesting them on Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. The beans are 11%, and it just most of them just grind through the combine. As a matter of fact, I have a buddy that told me that next year he's just going to spray all his beans with gramoxone as they turn yellow just to kill them. This, that way we don't have to deal with this again. So we ha- I saw a plane flying over. Is that what they were doing? Surely not. Okay. Surely not. What are they doing? Then? I have no idea. Okay. Probably just putting chemtrails up there. Yeah, he was on a he was over a field. It was crazy. You know what? You know what? Okay, so here in southeastern <laughs> Illinois, we have been through, I'm gonna say fifteen to twenty straight days, wall to wall sunshine. Beautiful harvest weather. Yes, beautiful fall weather. You know what I haven't seen? Chemtrails. I have not seen hardly any. Do you know that two days ago I did? Really? Yes. All over the place over here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're contrails, right? Contrails. We call them, uh, yeah. <laughs> Idiots call them chemtrails. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, they were all over the place two days ago. So then the next day was it, because it all the reports, rain. all the reports are whenever you see these, these people are seeding clouds. They're going to, yeah. it's going to create gray, gloomy, doomy weather. Yep. Did you, mm-hmm. did that happen? No, it not at all. Mm-mm. But typically whenever I do see that in the sky, I mean, it's raining the next day. But because that, there's moisture in the atmosphere. Right, right. And, and there then, was one morning. And it might have been, actually, it might have been the day. Before. Before that. It was. Yes. Okay. Because there was a, a right. tiny trough that came through here. I mean, yeah. it wasn't very big. Tiny. Tiny. Yes. I mean, it might have put four drops of rain at four o'clock in the morning on the sidewalk. Yeah. But that okay. was it. Yeah. But, you know, you listen to these conspiracy theorists. I mean, these people are, are aluminum oxide, whatever the hell that is. Uh, the pilot's... Because the UPS and the FedEx pilots, I'm sure, have this switch up there. And and Southwest pilots, <laughs> well, flying over bushels and barrels out here, have some aluminum oxide. Yeah, we'll take it. But, no, that's one thing I have noticed in these beautiful days, that you just don't see jet trails. Hmm. So Interesting. Anyway, well, that went a different way than what I thought it would. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some beautiful weather here, though. We have. But these beans, they just won't ripen. We did have our first, I'm going to call it a pretty good frost this morning. So maybe that will incentivize some uh, crop maturity here. But corn over here, I'm. it's doing really, really good. I, I'm not a guy that's ever going to talk about bushels per acre because you farm a different type of ground than I do, and I know what's good on my farm and not yours. But I'm very pleased with my corn yields. Bean yields, for me, um, nothing fantastic. It's They're averaged slightly above average. That's a product of two things. Number one, I didn't get any beans planted in April. My first bean went in the ground in May, so it's just a little bit later, although it's still plenty early. And then the big one was the end of August, or uh, the end of July, early August. We had just monsoon after monsoon that I'm sure dinged the yield, which is I'm sure is also the reason these beans aren't wanting to mature just because it screwed them up. All that rain and uh, stress on them. But anyway, there you go. We planted a hell of a lot of wheat so far. I've got about, for my farm anyway, I've got about 200 acres in the ground. I'd like to plant another 120. Nice. Maybe. Okay. So maybe another 150. But okay. anyway. Like it's just been a beautiful fall. Been going great. So anyway. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we nail some news? Um, I have like I think that there's some pretty interesting news going on. 
Okay. With a guy from Conic Inc. Conic Inc. <laughs> Have you heard of that? No. What is Conic Inc.? Um, so it's a, it's a, let me read this. I shared it to Telegram and then a, a gentleman that we saw yesterday, he mentioned it. He was like, why isn't anybody else talking about this? I said, I have no idea. It's so significant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm just going to read this and see if you find it interesting or not. Okay. Go. Eugene Yu, the CEO of the U.S. election software company, Conic was arrested on Tuesday after investigators allegedly found U.S. poll workers' information stored on servers in the People's Republic of China. Okay. Do you not find that significant? Poll workers' information? Uh-huh. I, he I, was arrested here in the U.S. Okay. On Tuesday. But what, like... No, I don't find it very interesting. Well, I mean, the the poll workers information. You're a poll worker. Yeah, I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm a committee man. Yeah. (laughs) But where you sit down there whenever people come in and vote and Uh you give them their ballot and make sure it's all done on the up and up and correctly. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why China would be, would care anything about the poll worker. Okay. Do you, I mean, do you? Well, remember in 2000, was it 15 or before that? And even in Obama's camp, I remember them both saying, it's not who, <laughs> it's not who works the polls. It's who counts the votes that matters. Thank goodness we've got Democrats who count the votes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that, of course. I've heard that many times. That's how you steal okay. an election. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what happened. Which is what happened in, in 2020. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a big arrest. Because this information did go over to China and come back. Servers, I think it's significant because servers in China with American poll workers information on it is huge. Like, I don't think that that should be happening. Do I, you I, think I, it's fine? I guess I don't, get, I don't get the connection between China and poll, and, and poll workers. I, I don't, what would China do? I mean, if these poll workers were corrupt, they're Americans. That, I mean, who cares if China knows who they are? I mean, if they're the people that says one vote for Trump, two votes for Biden, one vote for Trump, two votes for Biden, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't see what China would care. Hmm. Well, I don't think that any American information poll workers having to do with our elections have any business being over in China. Yeah, I don't understand why they would be interested in it, but whatever. There whatever. was an arrest to that. So yeah, I know. It's yeah, sign- from what you just, dis- well, yeah. You don't think it's significant? I don't know. Okay. I would need to know more about it, actually. Okay. Yeah, but, I think it's huge. I think it's yeah. a huge story that nobody else is reporting on. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, anyway. You know, another story it just keeps going, uh, and I don't have it in my stack here today, but mm-hmm. uh, I just read an article right before we came up here to record. There is a senator in, I think it's New Hampshire, a lady, Democrat, mm-hmm. an incumbent, and she refuses to debate her Republican opposition. Mm-hmm. This is such a trend. It is. It's so incredible to me yeah. that these gutless, spineless, communist, liberal Democrats will not debate their Republican opposition. I th- How weak <laughs> yeah. can you be? Yeah. Do you know who did debate this week? No. 
Pritzker and Bailey. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, shit. I wish I would have known that. I would have tried to get some sound bites out of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the winner of it was because the crowd was very confusing. And I don't know if the crowd was actually a crowd or if they were just sound bites. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Because it some of the things that they cheered for for Bailey and then some of the things that they cheered for for um, Pritzker, it didn't make any sense. But they did have a debate. I don't know who the winner was. Like the public opinion winner. I have no idea. Um, but they really didn't like what Bailey had to say about this uh, constitution amendment that's that we're going to vote on in November, which is the right to unionize private private companies being able to unionize, which I think oh, is wrong. It's horribly I, wrong. I think it is absolutely wrong. What, because for, what forcing it on private or making it so that your employees have a putting private putting it inside our, our our Illinois constitution as a state, adding that to our constitution so that private company workers can unionize and bargain for better pay. And there's better, nothing that yeah. I, as a business owner, can yep. do about it that's yep. paying them. Yep. I can't mm-hmm. fire them for doing that. Right. Yeah, that's bullshit. So, yeah, yeah. That's bullshit. <clears throat> so that what, we will see that on the ballot here in November as Illinois residents. Um, but they talked about that. And Bailey's point was, we already have unions in Illinois doing that. Leave the mom and pop shops alone. Leave them alone. Let them do their business. So it is an all-out war on, on flyover country. Well, and yeah, small business because we are the. Honestly, it feels like, and I know there's great people in big cities just like us. I'm positive, mm-hmm. but it feels like all the guns and arrows are pointed at us in the way we think when it comes to things like unions. When it comes to things like yeah. being pro-life. I mean, just like that story last week of this. Nobody. Uh, essentially, he's a nobody. He's doing God's work, but he's a nobody. The FBI raided him five in the morning yeah. for being pro-life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That It was an interesting debate. It's about an hour long. It is very, very left-leaning. So, oh, I mean, those those moderators, I just... The, are they called moderators? Right. Anyway, she, they were just... They cut Bailey off a few times. He wasn't allowed to respond a few times. Prisker was... I mean, but Pritzker definitely like avoided answering questions. And hey, but you know what? Kudos to Donut Pritzker for showing up. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of his counterparts are not because they're wimps. Yeah. Bailey had a few um, <laughs> a few good comebacks talking about, you know, with, uh, with Pritzker saying something about illegals being inside the state and they, you know, we need help from federal government, blah, blah, blah. And Bailey's the 300. like, put him in one of your Hiltons. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, great why line. not open one of your Hilton's? So That's right. There were some really good comebacks. The The crowd seemed to have liked that, you know, so. Um, well, but Nancy, there again, Nancy Pelosi would want those in- immigrants working on Bailey's farm to get right. the crop in. Right. You know, she said that this past week. Oh, she did. She can't believe that DeSantis <laughs> is sending all these immigrants out of Florida because they're needed down there. Oh, to pick the crops for the restaurants. That's too, a real because thing. Because there's a lot of restaurant. There's and lack re- of and yes. restaurant workers. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh my you know, gosh. And I was on Twitter this week, and uh, that's what I do whenever I'm unloading grain and everything's just kind of on cruise control. Is I scroll Twitter. I just look at what people say. And JB Pritzker is one of the guys I follow, just because you know you, you got to know your enemies, right? <laughs> yeah. He made a tweet, and I can't say it verbatim because I don't remember, but it's something like, you know, trying to pump up his base for election season. He said, it is now election season. You can go vote right now. And I just commented on that thread. That is the problem. 
election, quote unquote, season. Yep. That is, you're introducing the potential for all kinds of fraud by having an election season. Do you want to hear something that's going to blow your mind? Go for it. Snapchat. Morgan and Amy and I were in a group chat about Snapchat and being able to register to vote via Snapchat. Via Snapchat is helping you register to vote. Yes. Guess what? What? In 2015 is when they started this campaign. Ages 18 to 24 is their target. Yeah, because for the most part, that age group is pretty damn stupid and liberal. Okay. So they put out their first information was, oh, we've helped 1 million people register to vote in this age group. 1 million. All right. Then it goes down to 500,000. We've actually helped 500,000 people register to vote via the Snapchat mini voter registration information, yada, yada, website. And then it's like 450. It keeps going down and down and down. And then their final was we helped over 400,000 people register to vote and over and half of those people actually went out to the polls and voted so there's so many things wrong with this in my opinion why is snapchat telling why do they care exactly and how many people out of those four hundred thousand? because like you never you don't know the information because what information are they going off what we ought to do is snapchat just turning in this data saying oh here's our proof that we have all these snapchatters that registered to vote that's weird we ought we ought to sign one of our uh, deceased grandparents up to vote and see if it goes through. See what happens. Yeah, with Snapchat. Just, yeah, just oh, try it. Okay, like create a new user or something. Do yeah, something hmm. like that. Just see if we can fake one and get a and get a ballot. Do you think? And then when charged? we do, then when we do, I'm going to fill it out and I'm going to put it in one of these drop boxes. Ryan, do you not think that we would be charged for like fraud? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is getting charged for fraud. Mail fraud. Nobody else is getting charged for it. Well. I'm not willing to do that because it's against the law and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> but I'm also like scared of authority. Yeah, so I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, so anyways, you that was be, You want to be more scared that you're pro-life. Yeah. And the FBI coming. I mean, it's, that's where the targets are on right now. So you, is anybody with a, a, that's a Christian and pro-life? Yeah. Do you know that Bailey and Pritzker talked about abortion also in their debate? No. And Bailey specifically said, I couldn't do anything about Illinois abortion laws if I wanted to. So that, well, take it for what it, for okay. what it is. Yeah. I don't, Anyways, I don't that's what, that's what he said. So on to more uh, news. Yes. Okay. Go on. Sorry. I just keep going off on these like. Old buddy Eli Doyle up here in central, West Central Illinois uh, sent me a blurb. Okay. And I went and looked it up from Fox News. Velma is officially revealed to be a lesbian in new Scooby-Doo film. In 2020, filmmaker James Gunn revealed that he had tried to portray the character's sexuality in the live action films. Scooby-Doo was like a cartoon that I grew up with. I loved Scooby-Doo. You do a great impression. Don't you? <laughs> You're just, you don't have to do it. I want to try to. You do do it. I'll really edit quick. it out. I will edit this out if okay. it doesn't go over. Okay. <laughs> okay. If I don't do it good. <clears throat> good one, Jackie. <laughs> was that very good? Yeah, it was okay. very good. It was very good. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that, folks. But 
but it's nothing innocent anymore. That used to be a just a, a great cartoon where you just had normal kid-like people chasing around things that don't exist, and it was fun to watch. Why do we have to interject LGBTQ into this crap? I don't understand. Why does it have to be forced down our throat? If you're a lesbian and you're gay, I don't care. Go, go be that way. And I'd say the vast majority of the LGBTQ community probably don't support things like this. I would say that too. I, w- I honestly would. But I just don't get it. Like, why can't we just let the kids be innocent? I don't, I don't know. You know. Because there is an agenda behind it. Here before. What t- agenda? What's the point? Yeah. Just to separate people, in my opinion. I mean, before but- too long, they're going to go after Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry. It's, it's just ridiculous. These are, uh, these are just things that Very piss frustrating. me off. Just yeah. piss me off. Very frustrating. Uh, next headline from foxnews.com again. VP Harris says Americans don't need to, quote unquote, abandon their faith to support abortion. Now, how does that work? Americans don't need to abandon their faith to support abortion. President Biden was lambasted last week for supporting abortion rights while claiming to be a devout Catholic. Well, and he deserved to be lambasted for that. Because Catholics don't believe in abortion. I'm a Catholic. I don't believe in abortion. What would you say to someone who understands why abortion should be a personal decision between a pregnant person and whomever and whomever else they decide to include in the conversation, but believes they can't reconcile it with their faith? Think about that. How do you reconcile how do you reconcile abortion in your faith? You can't. You can't. You can't. You killed somebody. Mm-hmm. The most innocent and defenseless of us all. Mm-hmm. You killed them. Mm. Kamala Harris is quoted as saying, I say this. One does not have to abandon their faith or their beliefs to agree that government should not be making that decision for her. She continued. Kamala, you are a stupid sack of bat guano. I'm serious. Nobody took a woman's right to choose to have an abortion. All the Supreme Court did was give that power back to the states for the states to individually decide whether or not they would allow abortion in their state. Right. If Indiana outlaws abortion and you get pregnant in Indiana, you just have to travel somewhere to get one. Maybe to Illinois, maybe to New York, maybe to California. Mm -hmm. You just can't get one in Indiana. That's all that has happened. And these people are still melting down. Well, I think that I think that they're trying to focus the attention on this Roe v. Wade and overturning it, and then all of these governors because they don't have anything else to talk about. They don't have the economy. Well, they, the economy to talk about. I think they're trying to get people fired up about this abortion stuff. Well, they think that's something that they can stand on and win yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. I, I just personally don't think it. I, I, don't. I don't think so. I don't either. But in this article, uh, Joe Biden was quoted, and here's what Joe had to say. He said, "My dad used to say, Joey." Don't compare me to the almighty. Compare me to the alternative. And here's the deal. Democrats want to codify Roe. Republicans want a national ban on abortion. He tweeted that Republicans want a national ban on abortion. Democrats want to codify Roe, which I'd say is true. Okay. Because I want a national ban on abortion. I want them, sure. I want them illegal. Sure. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll own that. Save all the babies. Yeah. 
Even Kanye West came out with Tucker Carlson this week and said, black people are being murdered by abortion. The highest thing that kill that against black people is abortion. Yeah. Exactly. The number, that's one, the number killer one killer of black people is, is abortion. abortion. Yeah. So that's a fact. And it's awful. It is awful. But yeah. on going on in this article, uh, the Daily Caller news editor Grayson Quay tweeted, the Almighty will have plenty to say about your willingness to facilitate the industrial scale slaughter of the unborn to submit your own political power. Ain't that the truth? So there you go. Abandon your... You, you don't need to abandon your faith to support abortion. It just justifies. You don't need to stop eating candy bars to lose weight. Oh. It's the same damn thing. All they're doing is trying to justify wrong with what, I mean, they just try to justify it. Well, and, and, and they think that they're right. That's the thing. They think like. I don't even know if they think that they're right. I just think that all these people think that they're right, but they the people saying it like Kamala Harris, I know that she knows she's in the wrong about this. You I just, think? I do. These people are evil, These not pe- stupid. Exactly. I know she, I knows she knows what she's doing and okay. I feel like she knows it, what she's doing to talk to these people. I mean, it's a moneymaker for a lot of, for the Planned Parenthood. It's a moneymaker. Sure. <sighs> well, I tell you what, so continuing with the abortion discussion here, I had a uh, Facebook post forwarded to me by mr ross bassnet over in fairfield illinois i have deemed him the official bushels and barrels petroleum geologist oh, okay awesome so, welcome ross yeah welcome to the team so exactly <laughs> but he sent this to me and i just i loved this so i'm gonna read this whole thing let me know what you think bushels and barrels one at gmail.com on april 26 1992 a baby was born to parents that did not want him Fortunately for that child, they chose to give him up for adoption instead of having him killed in the womb. One day after he was born, he was adopted by Patty and Wayne Judge, who went on to love him and raise him the same as if he was born to them. This 30-year-old, 6 feet 7, 282-pound man could very well have just been an aborted statistic. But because his birth parents chose life for their son, a Christian and a man of strong character has become the perfect role model for a generation that is in sorely need of one. With rappers preaching about killing cops and raping women, with Hollywood spewing hate for America, with basketball players selling out to communist China, Aaron Judge shines like a light in the darkness. A breath of fresh air and the stench of a society that has abandoned morality and righteousness. Last night, this man tied the record for the most home runs without cheating in a season. In the next seven games, he has a chance to break the record as well as win the Triple Crown. The fact that he might be having the single greatest season in baseball history pales in in comparison to the character he executes and the moral and honorable life he lives. Thank you, Aaron Judge, for finally giving America a person and a celebrity that we can all look up to. Isn't that awesome? What an, what an amazing story. Yeah. I didn't know if you were done, if there was more. I'm done. But yeah. That, what an amazing story. What an encouraging story. That right there. I have said it forever. How many of these kids have been slaughtered that had they been born, could have 
cured cancer could have been the next most awesome president of the United States could have it, it, it the list goes on goes on yeah it goes on yeah and it's, and anybody I, I know the cynics out there would look at me and say well how many of those aborted people could have been the last Uvalde shooter right. could have done a horrible thing you know I don't think that way of people mm. I don't think pe- all people are bad Mm-mm. and statistics show it most people are good people they don't get in trouble with the law they don't go around shooting people and killing people they, they don't. They just want to live a good life. And how many people have we just, I mean, just taken taken that right away from? Yeah. You're right. Killed them. Murdered mm-hmm. them. Yeah. I think uh, that I think that some some people are just so immoral in their thinking. And, and, you know, I had a conversation with another guy. He's in the oil industry. And we were talking about mental health. Oh and, and how big mental health is, you know, there's a push for going to see a, uh, what do they call them? I don't know, a psych. Psychiatrist. A, yeah, a psychiatrist. But. They, Counselor, whatever. Anyways, yeah, there's a push for that. You need to go see a, a person. You need to talk about this. You need to be put on medication, you know, this and that. There's so much out there. And honestly, I really think, I don't have mental health issues. I don't. And I really think that my faith has a lot to do with that. Of Every, course. Everything to do with that. When when people are saying, oh, my problems are so big, my problems are so big. Well, when's the last time you talked to Jesus about it? When's the last time you like sat down, gave him 10 minutes of your time and said, God, I'm struggling with this. Help me out with this. Give me some answers. I am struggling. I'm having a hard time. And you know, if you just ask, it's a God thing, something that can't be scientifically explained, but something happens. An idea pops up in your head. Somebody's put in your in your life that day or that week or later in the month, and and then your answer is there right in front yep. of you. When is the last time that all these people with mental health issues have done that? And I would probably, I'd, I'd gamble and say that 99% of them have not sat down or don't have a relationship with Jesus. And that sucks. I, I don't know what the stati- statistic would be, but I mean, the fact that you, but don't, our have to, society you don't have to puts, do 10 minutes of prayer. You could do 30 yeah, seconds like, God, yeah. I'm just, Lord, please help me right now. Mm-hmm. Just give me a sign or just at least allow me to take a breath mm-hmm. and calm down and know that you're still in control. I'm, I'm all good. You know what I mean? But if you're not saying... And I'm just as guilty as anybody of not doing that from time to time. Oh, sure. We all are. We're all human. I mean, we all get busy with life and stuff. And I'm not trying to condemn anybody for not sitting five minutes in their prayer closet or whatever you want to call it. But I'm just saying, like, if you sit down and you say, God, I'm having anxiety about my harvest time. Give me a little bit more knowledge or yeah you are the, you are the one and only but he, he's not in control of everything if you don't allow him to be and since us as a country have not allowed him to be in our schools and and in places where he used to be look at the abortion you know oh, yeah. all of the oh, abortion yeah. no stuff. he's so, not in control of everything right because if he was this wouldn't be a thing right right <laughs> that's, that's what free argument. will is right exactly and and that's what he gives us but um and it's our job as christians yeah, but I talked to this man. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's our job as Christians, though, to spread his word, uh-huh. to be good people, mm-hmm. to, to, to 
to speak out against abortion. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, and wrong. Right versus right wrong. Right versus wrong. Moral versus good. immoral. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I... Um, um, to finish up my conversation with that man about about the mental health crisis that we are seeing in America, I, I honestly think it's because we've taken God out of all these places that he used to be and people don't have their faith to rely on in that in that conversation that we used to just have, like talk to God about it. Yeah. Like just ask or, you know, do you have a, a mentor, um, you know, a spiritual mentor that you you can go talk to i don't right. you just don't hear those conversations very much anymore so right um i think that has a lot to do with it you but, very well could be right yeah anyways moving on once again ross the official bnb petroleum geologist he sent me another article he, he had a two for yesterday okay did a good one so uh let's sit here and cue the m&m <laughs> guess who's back back back, back again uh oh Shady's back, back, back. He is shady. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. From CNBC, the headline. Dr. Fauci. A new, more dangerous COVID variant could emerge this winter. Are you scared? Are you, like, scared shitless? Quaking no, in your boots. Not at all. Not at all. Dr. Anthony <laughs> Fauci has a sober warning for Americans. Don't be surprised if there's a new, more dangerous COVID variant that emerges. <laughs> You're so good at it. <laughs> okay, start over. Go ahead. Dr. Fauci has a sober warning for Americans. Don't be surprised if a new, more dangerous COVID variant emerges this, emerges this upcoming winter. Uh, we should all anticipate that we very well may get another variant that would emerge that would elude the immune response that we've gotten from infection and or from vaccination, Fauci said, at an event with the USC Annenberg Center for Health Journalism this week. Whatever the hell that is. So here is the pull quote of this whole article. I have it highlighted for you. But Fauci urged Americans not to let their guard down because there's always a risk of uptick in the winter months. It looks like we're going to... <laughs> Sorry. It looks like we're going in at the right direction. Going in the right direction, he added. However, I think it would be a little bit cavalier to all of a sudden say we are completely through with the pandemic. Wait a second. Joe Biden was in the Detroit Auto Show two weeks ago and said it's over. The pandemic is over. Did I miss something? I Does Fauci and Biden talk anymore? How the hell do you have this guy saying we're not completely through with it, but then Biden walking around in 60 minutes, which he doesn't know the show is 60 minutes long, and says, yeah, the pandemic's over. I don't get that. Do you? No. So anyway, you guys, um, I would say at this point, you need to go get your seventh, eighth, and ninth booster. Um, every vaccination you could possibly get. You know, the it's, a st it's statistically proven that the people who survived down at Fort Myers, Florida, in that devastation were vaccinated. It's, it protected them. You're kidding. I just made that up. Okay. But you remember when Biden <laughs> said one of the most important things you can do for hurricane preparedness is to get vaccinated? Oh, yeah. What a joke. <laughs> like, is this guy serious? And he's senile anyway, so maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about when he says the pandemic's over. And then Fauci's saying, here's my question. 
are we out there in Wuhan? Like, are we not paying attention to what what's being released? Because all of these things are coming down the line. Like, you've got a million variants now. And, of course, there's variations of viruses, and they get more mild and more mild. as they Every come. time it mutates. Yeah, so... Yeah. But are we still releasing viruses from Wuhan? I don't know. Like the virology place? Because how does he know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, know. Unless he, because he's in control of what was sent over there in the beginning. Like, but how does he know? You don't question him. You yeah. don't question him. Yeah, you don't. Otherwise, you'll get the uh, Dr. Peter McCullough or Robert Malone treatment. Which is a doxing. Cancel you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cancel you. Pull your medical license away from you because you did not fall in line with what we think. It's just like global warming. You okay. can't speak out about global warming. Well, you can, but whatever. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. If you if you do, you're no longer a science scientist. Ooh. You have to accept the consensus. And let's, the consensus is it's happening. Let's trust the science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so this is a great transition into this clip right here. Okay. Talking about global warming and, and how um, we can just destroy the planet if we want to. That's at least what they want you to think. As you all know, I am a big fan of Mark Levin. Since Rush has died, Mark has become my number one that I listen to. Just and he's not as funny as Rush. He just he's not Rush. Nobody can replace Rush. But Mark is a I mean red blooded patriot. Yeah, he is. I mean he just loves this country like no other. So in listening to his program a couple weeks ago, whenever I was hauling grain, he was talking about climate change and global warming and how this has been going on forever and he pulled up a clip an old clip of george carlin the comedian so mark i give all the credit to you for leading me to this clip but i'm i just robbed it off your podcast and i'm going to send it out on mine this is george carlin it's about five minutes listen close you got people like this around you country's full of them now people walking around all day long every minute of the day worried about everything worried about the air worried about the water worried about the soil worried about insecticides pesticides food additives carcinogens worried about radon gas worried about asbestos worried about saving endangered species let me tell you about endangered species all right Saving endangered species is just one more arrogant attempt by humans to control nature. It's arrogant meddling. It's what got us in trouble in the first place. Doesn't anybody understand that? Interfering with nature. Over 90%, over, way over, 90% of all the species that have ever lived on this planet, ever lived, are gone. They're extinct. We didn't kill them all. They just disappeared. That's what nature does. They disappear these days at the rate of 25 a day. And I mean regardless of our our behavior. Irrespective of how we act on this planet, 25 species that were here today will be gone tomorrow. Let them go gracefully. Leave nature alone. Haven't we done enough? We're so self-important. So self-important. Everybody's going to save something now. Save the trees, save the bees, save the whales, save those snails. <laughs> and the greatest arrogance of all, save the planet. What? Are these f- people kidding me? <laughs> save the planet? We don't even know how to take care of ourselves yet. We haven't learned how to care for one another. We're going to save the f- planet? I'm getting tired of that. F- tired of that. F- tired of f- 
Earth Day. I'm tired of these self-righteous environmentalists, these white bourgeois liberals who think the only thing wrong with this country is there aren't enough bicycle paths. People trying to make the world safe for their Volvos. Besides, environmentalists don't give a about the planet. They don't care about the planet. Not in the abstract, they don't. Not in the abstract, they don't. You know what they're interested in? A clean place to live. Their own habitat. They're worried that someday in the future they might be personally inconvenienced. Narrow, unenlightened self-interest doesn't impress me. Besides, there is nothing wrong with the planet. Nothing wrong with the planet. The planet is fine. The people are f <laughs> Difference difference the planet is fine compared to the people the planet is doing great been here four and a half billion years do you ever think about the arithmetic planet has been here four and a half billion years we've been here what a hundred thousand maybe two hundred thousand and we've only been engaged in heavy industry for a little over 200 years 200 years versus four and a half billion and we have the conceit to think that somehow we're a threat that somehow we're going to put in jeopardy this beautiful little blue-green ball that's just a-floating around the sun? The planet has been through a lot worse than us. Been through all kinds of things worse than us. Been through earthquakes, volcanoes, plate tectonics, continental drift, solar flares, sunspots, magnetic storms, the magnetic reversal of the poles, hundreds of thousands of years of bombardment by comets and asteroids and meteors, worldwide floods, tidal waves, worldwide fires, erosion, cosmic rays, recurring ice ages, and we think some plastic bags and some aluminum cans are going to make a difference? The planet, the planet, the planet isn't going anywhere. We are. We're going away. Pack your folks. We're going away. And we won't leave much of a trace either. Thank God for that. Maybe a little styrofoam, maybe. <laughs> little styrofoam. Planet will be here and we'll be long gone. Just another failed mutation. Just another closed end biological mistake. An evolutionary cul-de-sac. The planet will shake us off like a bad case of fleas. <laughs> a surface nuisance. <laughs> you wanna know how the planet's doing? Ask those people at Pompeii who are frozen into position <laughs> from volcanic ash. How the planet's doing. Wonder if the planet's all right? Ask those people in Mexico City or Armenia or a hundred other places buried under thousands of tons of earthquake rubble if they feel like a threat to the planet this week. How about those people in Kilauea, Hawaii who build their homes right next to an active volcano and then wonder why they have lava in the living room? The planet will be here for a long, long, long time after we're gone, and it will heal itself, it will cleanse itself, because that's what it does. It's a self-correcting system. The air There you go. I mean, he goes on and on. But <laughs> is that not just common sense being thrown right in your face? Absolutely. You know, one of the things, like, I got, whenever I became a pilot... And going through all my pilots training, then actually being a pilot and just flying my little Cessna 172 around at 5,500 feet between here mm -hmm. and Fort Smith, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Many, many times when you're up there and you're just kind of looking around en route to your destination, I it's like it's kind of like standing beside the ocean. 
you're you just so small. You realize how small you are. Yeah. I have flown over some, from the ground, looks like monumental fires. Like, yeah. holy shit, that's a big fire. Something is, like, humongously ripping out black smoke. Like, yeah. you're burning a tire factory or something. Uh-huh. From up there, you can't hardly see it. Nope. Like, it's that small. In the grand scheme of things. And, and you know, as I'm tooting around up there, it's like, man, there's a lot of space up here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of area. Mm-hmm. And you think that Recycling. my little my little car, <laughs> my my diesel engine combine is gonna make a damn hills beans a difference not. of what happens to this place. You no. you have to be crazy. You have to be crazy to think that we're gonna do something to destroy this place. Can we destroy our own species? Of course. A nuclear bomb could do that. Mm-hmm. Which has been in the news a lot lately. You know, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. But I, we are so small. You know, standing beside the ocean. You realize the Deepwater Horizon, whenever that whole thing happened, and all that oil down there in the Gulf of Mexico escaped from that well bore okay. and came up into the Gulf of Mexico, you could fill the Superdome where the uh, Saint, uh, New Orleans Saints plays. The amount of oil would fill that Superdome. Okay. Okay. So that seems like a lot of oil, right? Seems like a lot. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. A huge amount of oil. That's nothing compared to the Gulf of Mexico. And how much water is in it? Right. Yeah. I, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And Mother Nature fixed itself. You think You think that man went out and took all that oil away from the no, ocean? There's no way. No. Mother Nature cleaned itself up. Not to say there wasn't a couple stained pigeons or mm-hmm. doves or something that mm-hmm. a couple fit. Of course, the fish can swim right below it because oil floats on water. So I don't see how it really affects the fish unless they dive up through it and come back down and get oil. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, it's so small in the grand scheme of everything. And I just, I think, I thought George Carlin did a great job right there just making us small. Just ask those people. How they affect, how they feel like they've been affected by the planet. Yeah. The people that are frozen in time. Those were some of my favorite comments. Like, those people are, they go, yeah. Like, the earth. Mother Nature gobbled them up. Yeah. You know, think about uh, 2008, April 17th. Do you know what the significance of that date is? I think I do. What is it? (laughs) Is it the earthquake? The earthquake that happened in Southern (laughs) Illinois. For those of you who don't know, if you remember, if you live in the Midwest, There was an earthquake at 4.38 in the morning. I think it was 4.38 in the morning. It was 4.30 something in the morning. I was one year removed from high school. You were? Yes. And I was at my mom and dad's and I lived in the basement. Yeah. And my room is still there. Yeah. And I ran upstairs faster than you know what. I didn't know what was happening. But I don't remember what it was. Is it a 5.4 or 5.8? I don't remember. The big one. It was damn big. And we're not used to earthquakes around here. Maybe little ones, but not like that. Because I'm two hours south of you. And, yeah. And the what is... The center of that earthquake was on Ryan Peter Farms. I shit you not. Yeah. I don't know if I told that story on the... I don't think so. On the podcast or not. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think I have actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But you know, my point is, is what did we do to make that earthquake happen? Nothing. Is me burning fossil fuels? Is that is that, is the Earth getting mad at me? Ryan, you did a massive frack. You did one of those weird, you know, fracks, and you caused the earthquake. Oh, whatever. Probably whatever. It's probably all your extremely heavy farming equipment that you have right on top of that tectonic plate. Okay. 
here, let's let's put something in perspective here. That earthquake, you know, the the USGS, the Geological Survey. Every time there's an earthquake, they tell you the details of it, uh-huh. how deep it was, where it was located, the mm-hmm. magnitude of it. Mm-hmm. That earthquake, if I if I remember correctly, I think was eight miles below our feet. What? I'm fracking zones, three thousand to four thousand feet deep. Not even a half mile down. Not You're telling me that something I did a half mile down triggered something Guaranteed. to happen eight miles below. Guaranteed. Whatever. Yeah. Well, Whatever. Somebody in St. Louis got on a forum and started like caught. There was another small earthquake here a few years, a few years ago, actually, probably five years now. But you had just fracked a well. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. They, and they, they got online and it blasted called, me. called your company name out and said, yeah. this guy right here is the reason why there is this minor earthquake yeah it went semi-viral uh-huh. i mean not yeah. like big time but right. it got a lot of views uh-huh. and my name and my address and everything was mm-hmm. brought into it and, mm-hmm. and i did like a tiny frack yeah nothing compared to what they do in north dakota or the permian but it was tiny and mm-hmm. this guy blames it on me somehow or another why why are earthquakes significant here why do they happen right here like yeah well you have they- the new madrid fault and you have the wabash valley seismic zone okay and basically, they're just big, big faults right here in the center part of the country. And we just happen to live right here. And we happen to live here. Okay. At, at one point in history, the North American plate tried to rip apart right here. Mm. And ultimately, that's kind of why we have the Illinois Basin. Okay. But I could go into a lot of geology right there, and I'm not going to do it. Okay. That's but. fine. That's fine. Because we're here to talk about politics. Right. So continuing <laughs> on. Okay. From the Epoch Times. Yes. Uvalde Parents Sioux School District, former school police chief and gun manufacturer. Remember, this has been a half year ago. Yeah. Whenever those people in Las Vegas, the families of the Las Vegas shooter sued Remington and you name all the companies that produce the guns ammunition, and ammo. The ammunition companies. Yes. yes. They, 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 here we go. They're going to win. Mm-hmm. They are going to win because it's, because it's the gun's fault this happened. Never the perpetrator. I'm going to read to you guys some of this article. And this is just bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. It, we're in such a Sue happy Camp mm-hmm. Lejeune. Yeah. Mesothelioma. Just <laughs> sue everything and everyone all the time. I'm serious. I know. So I'm going to have to read a bunch of this to you. But you, okay. got, you guys are going to you're going to shit your pants. Mm. Because they're not just going after the gun manufacturer. You had to read through this to see all the people they're going to try to sue. Hopefully, hopefully this gets thrown out of court long before a trial ever happens. Hopefully, a good judge, and there are a lot of them in Texas that were Trump appointees, is going to look at this and say, we're done. Get, get the hell rid of this. This is stupid. But reading on in here, it says... Um, The Uvalde parents are also suing three firearms-related businesses. Georgia-based Daniel Defense, which manufactures and sells AR-15-style semi-automatic rifles. Oasis Outback, which sells firearms, which is a firearms dealer in Uvalde. And Arkansas-based FireQuest, an online supplier from which the Uvalde shooter bought an accessory that converted his semi-automatic rifle into the equivalent of a machine gun. Gunmakers and sellers 
deliberately push their lethal weapons into hands of unpredictable, emotional, and volatile young adult civilians, knowing that, is needlessly, knowing that it is needlessly reckless, absurd, and dangerous to the public, the suit states. Keep listening. The lawsuit names Motorola Solutions Incorporated as a defendant for providing the communications devices to police, which failed during the shooting. The people that manufactured the two-way radios is named in here Mm. to be sued. The radios weren't even working inside the school in some instances. The lawsuit also names Defendant Schneider Electric USA as a maker of a security door at Robb Elementary that failed to lock and allowed the shooter to gain access to the school. So now the people that manufacture the radios are getting sued. The people that manufactured the security door is getting sued. This lawsuit casts a broad net over multiple defendants, but that's a big soup of problems. It's a collective domino effect of bad decisions, conscious decisions, poor planning, lack of planning, and so many players involved. Think about that. Mm. Everybody except the asshole that did this deed mm-hmm. is being sued. Mm-hmm. No responsibility on the person that went in, the monster that went in there and did this. Zero. The horrors at Robb Elementary School were only possible because so many in positions of power were negligent, careless, and reckless. Jeez. You know what this reminds me of? These attorneys that are actually, that wrote this lawsuit up. They're pieces of shit. Well, it reminds me of ambulance chasers. It is. It's exactly you know? what it is. It's your Camp Lejeune people. Yeah. It's your metho, metho, meso, methophilia, whatever that <laughs> yeah. asbestos shit is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's our whole culture anymore. Just sue everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't like what you said. Sue you. Mm-hmm. Hate crimes. Just for what you think. Or just for what I think you think. Mm-hmm. Sue you. Sue everyone. Here's what I got to thinking whenever, after I read this and I sat back and I thought about it for about 30 seconds. You know what I came up with? What? Let's have, let's just make a scenario here. Drunk driver gets in a wreck, kills another person. Sue the liquor store for selling that guy the booze. Yep. Sue Budweiser for making the beer. Sue Ford because he was driving a Ford vehicle. Sue Bose Sound Systems because the radio was too loud inside his vehicle. Mm. Sue everyone. Just sue. Just sue them. If you are a part of that, sue Goodyear because they had a tire on that on that car. Mm. I, just well, this is the precedent that was set whenever that that family went after the ammunition companies. That's that is I, the precedent. And, yep. and that is what I told you back then. This is the this is a dangerous path right here. Mm-hmm. And here we because are because it's, it's it lying right the culpability on the people who just make a gun. Yep. And now in this lawsuit, people who make two way radios, mm-hmm. people who make security doors, it's everybody else's fault. Not the monster that did it. Yeah. It's everybody else's fault. Not the guy that made a decision to go drink twenty beers and then get behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. That it is. It's it's just it's no accountability. No accountability for the people that truly need to be held accountable. And I don't know. Oh. You want to 
That's nuts. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of this TikTok of this woman saying, why in the world would a man be interested in, in a body count? Meaning how many people she had slept with. And uh, she's like, if you if you are asking that question to other women or to women, if you're a man and you're asking that question to women, then you're not ready to talk to women. Right. And this this uh, man answers the question. He was like, I don't want somebody else's, you know, that's been mm -hmm. used and all this other stuff. And I got on there and looked at the comments and this every all these women are saying queen, you know, 100 percent everything. I love her. I need her in my life. Yada, yada, yada. And I didn't see very many men commenting. You want to know why? Why? Because there's a thing to that. It's called personal responsibility. Yeah. And if you're loosey-goosey out there, no other man is going to want that. But, you know, yeah. they're so outshadowed by these outrageous and outlandish thoughts and zero accountability. You are the one making those decisions or the person is and you should have your own self-responsibility. And that's something that's just not seen very often. Right, so, right. Yeah. Continuing down the... I'm sorry. Yes, go Continuing on. down the self-responsibility path. Yes. What? Whoa. Oh. It seems to be a weekly thing. No kidding. Every week. Every single week, California update. The what the hell is wrong with California segment segment today is brought to you by thehill.com. Headline, California school district asked parents to house teachers as costs surge. <laughs> You're kidding. And you know, why is why do I pick on California? It's real simple. It starts in California. What starts in California goes to New York. What goes to New York comes to Illinois. So eventually we're going to have to deal with this. A school district in Northern California is asking community members to consider renting out spare rooms to teachers, citing the high cost of living in a county that is driving teachers to seek employment in neighboring communities. It's around San Jose is where this is happening. And I guess the cost of living is very high. These teachers can't make enough money to make ends meet. I don't know how true or not true that is. I just find it funny. They're asking private individuals. Honey, would you, would you open up our house to rent out for a couple... 300 bucks a month for a teacher to live here? No. Me neither. Nothing against a teacher. No. But this, my house is not a rental property. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> And it, of course, in the article, it says teacher salaries have remained stagnant across the country since 1996. And a report from the Economic Policy Institute shows California teachers were paid 17% less than comparable college educated workers last year. <laughs> well, I can tell you in Mount Carmel, uh, teachers' salaries have not remained stagnant. We give every time there's bargaining comes up, we always give them a raise. Mm. Always. We negotiate the the level of the raise, but they always get a raise. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Here's what I have to say about this, though. If a teacher doesn't like the salary they're being paid, go find another job. Go do something else. Or find a different place to be a teacher, which I guess kind of is what it said. It's teachers seeking employment in neighboring communities. Right. But go, go somewhere else. Nobody's forcing you to be a teacher. If that's what you love to do, take what they're paying. Mm -hmm. Or if, if not, I, I can't help you. I, that's America for you. It's just America for you. But I just got a notification on my sound on the SDI card right here. Uh -huh. SD card. It's about out of room. So uh -oh. we better finish this up. Okay. So doggone it. <laughs> you it's know, it's going to be a short one. Uh, not quite as long as what it has been. Yeah. But you know something we forgot to say at the end of last week's program. What? Jesus is King. Oh. 
I noticed that. Yeah. That whenever I went back and listened to it, Jesus is king. So I'm going to say it twice. Jesus is still our king. Absolutely. Right? Yes. One more time. We give him glory for all of the everything, things we do. Everything. Mm-hmm. All of our blessings. It, the glory goes to God first. That's right. Mm-hmm. And again, Jesus is it's still king. king. Yes. Always. Center of our life. Uh-huh. Even so, sometimes we forget it. Like we said earlier. Yes. He is still the center of our life. Mm-hmm. Leah Thomas. Is still a boy. You were born an American. And don't you dare forget to be one. That is exactly right. And I want to talk about that next week. What okay. does that mean? Okay. So I had somebody ask me that. What oh. do you exactly do you mean by that? It's a good question. Okay. But I can't do it right now. So Hair Bands of Harvest continues. Yes. Is this fun? It is. We get all kinds of requests for all we kinds sure of do. stuff. Yes, we do. Uh-huh. One of them that has come through many, many times is Warrant Cherry Pie. Okay. The last guy that I just got this message this morning for Hair Bands of Harvest. Rob Cook from Pittsfield, Illinois. Uh, he requested Warrant and Cherry Pie, so... I think it'd be a good idea to do that, don't you? That's a good one. That yeah. is a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. We'll so. have to get to Twisted Sisters at some point. <laughs> oh, maybe next week. <laughs> yeah. Rat, round and round. That's a good one. Okay. So We're not going to take it? That's a good one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's another good one. See, we could go on and go on and go on. But of course. Anyway. Stu hey. loves it. Oh, yeah. Stu We're still it. cleaning the vomit off of his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we hate to cut it a little bit short here, folks, but we are running out of room. So if you guys are all combining this weekend or this week, keep the dust flying. We will see you next Sunday. Adios. Adios.